If you had to come up with a plan B to retool as a leader in today's economy, these are the exact steps you can take to thrive. Welcome to the Visionary Leaders Circle podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jeannie Barrow. Good morning, my friends, and welcome back to Start the Day with Ginny. Ah, today I am still feeling a little bit sick, but I'm going to go through this video before I start my long day ahead, meeting with clients, serving my mastermind at noon, and then also being part of the training with McKinsey and Company as one of their coaches in the Leadership Academy for Latinos and Hispanics. So I am super thrilled. So let me just get right to it. I know a lot of people have been talking about vulnerability. I talk about it in my book, Healing Leadership. And I want to give you a piece of advice when it comes to vulnerability. Yes, it's important for us to be vulnerable and to be open and to let people see us so that we can bring our whole selves to work and we can have a larger sense of belonging. However, our vulnerability is to be treated with a lot of care. Being vulnerable has and comes in many different shades of colors. I'll give you an example. Back in 2002, I was two years into my new role at an asset management company and my dad got sick. He became ill with lung cancer in July and the following three months were very painful months and very challenging months for me and my family. We basically had to drop everything we were doing and thought was priority to take care of, our, of my dad. And I had only been in my employment for two years, not a lot of time. However, being vulnerable during that time meant that I was able to go to my manager who was extremely understanding and who was extremely supportive and say, this is what I'm going through and I need some time to go to take, you know, take care of my dad and take him to the doctors and make sure that he's getting the best treatment possible. For me to do that required that I knew my manager would be receptive and supportive of that. I didn't really know how it was gonna go down, but he had shown me qualities that we had an open communication, that he had my best interest, that he had my back, in this short period of time that we had been working together of two years. And I used that foundation to go to him and ask for his support as I was going through that really tough time. The same thing happened two years later in 2004 when my brother suffered a stroke. And again, we had to drop everything we were doing and my family to take care of my brother and something similar happened. I went to my manager, I asked for his support, and my team also knew what I was going through, so they were able to support me through that difficult time. So our vulnerability must be handled with care. If you are a leader, make sure that you let your people, the people who report into you know that you are there for them, that as long as they communicate with you, you can make things work work-wise. If you are vulnerable with people who you don't feel safe with, what can happen is that it can backfire, meaning that people will use what you share with them against you during a time of conflict, during a time of uh, discussions about who should be going to do what role or what assignment. So you have to be careful who you are being vulnerable with 
being vulnerable with everyone is not a wise strategy. And so I share this with you because I know that even Brene Brown, who speaks abundantly about vulnerability, says this, you have to be careful who you are vulnerable with. But having the quality where you can be vulnerable speaks volumes as to how ready you are to be your true self and be your authentic self. However, be smart about it and know who to be vulnerable with. And that is my message for you today with Start the Day with Ginny. If you need support in any transition that you're going through in your career right now, if you are looking to get to your next level, if you are looking to grow in your existing role, you can reach out to me at callwithginny.com. Live with purpose, live with joy. I'll see you soon. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Start the Day with Ginny. Today, I'm using a different angle just to give you some variety. I want to talk about overwhelm today. It is a topic that is impacting all of us, especially when we are starting out a new year, or when we are getting on with a new phase of our lives. It could be that work is so overwhelming and feels so overwhelming for you right now that I thought it would be a good idea to tackle this topic and how we can move forward with a bit of hope and in knowing that whatever is happening right now, this too shall pass. It could be a feeling of feeling like you're drowning, that there is no way out. There is no light at the end of the tunnel. And it could come from many different sources, work, personal issues, health issues. It could be that no matter how much you work, you never seem to get ahead or never feel like you are making headway and these feelings and emotions are 100% legit and I want to give you perhaps a few strategies for you to try to see how they may support you and if they don't serve you then don't even think about them but if they do maybe try them and see how they can support you. So the first one that I want to give you is typically when we feel very overwhelmed there is a mindset reframe that I do that works for me. So I'll give you an example. Recently, I had to do a presentation on Friday, coming the following Friday. I had to prepare to do a training with McKinsey and Company. I had to prepare a report for one of my clients. I had to schedule, as usual, to see my private coaching clients. And so between all of that, so I was managing my own schedule at home with my son and his basketball practices. He was beginning to feel like there was a lot on my plate. So the mindset reframe that I had to do was, okay, Jenny, you have all these things happening. They're all coming up in the short term. What can I do to feel better about all those things that need to get done? And the first thing I did was to get organized. Let me make sure that I write everything down so that I don't slip or forget something. That was my biggest nightmare, my biggest fears to let something slip. So I wrote my list and my to-do list typically looked like this, right? I just created a to-do list with priorities, things that need to get done right away. Once I have that out of my head, I get that sense of, Oof, okay, it's going to be okay. The other thing that I do too is get rid of stuff that you don't have to do things that you wish it would be a nice to do, but that are not absolute priorities. 
when we do that and we cut out things that are not priority, it's amazing how much more time we create in our schedules. The next part of that then is once I get organized is to take it one step at a time and start with the first step. So for me, the first step was to prepare the presentation I was giving Friday because that was priority. That was gonna happen no matter what. And if I was not prepared for that, I know that I would not feel well. And so to feel better, that's gonna be different for you. To feel better for me, it meant putting together my PowerPoint deck for that presentation on Friday. What about you? What is that one step that you can take that will make you feel better? And I think that once you begin to clear your plate of things that would be nice to do, but that don't require you to do them, I think that will give you more bandwidth. The other thing that I do, especially during times when I'm feeling very stressed, overwhelmed, is I double up on my self-care. And it sounds counterintuitive because you may say, Ginny, I don't have time for self-care. I have a lot of things to do. And I'm going to refute that argument by saying that it is exactly when you feel the most overwhelmed. But I recommend that you stop and take a look at how your self-care practices have fallen by the wayside. And I've noticed there's usually a 100% correlation between the feeling of overwhelm and giving up your self-care practices, whether that's going to the gym for 30 minutes, taking a walk for 10 minutes, uh, putting a mask on your face for 10 or 15, 20 minutes, whatever that self-care practice is, that has fallen to the wayside. And so this goes back to let's reprioritize yourself. And you cannot be there for your employer, for your teammates. You cannot be there for your family, for your kids. You cannot be there for your partner if you are a total basket case. And I say that with love. So let's put the oxygen mask on yourself first and then figure out what gives, what's next, what's the next top priority. I hope this helps. And it's coming from a place of love and compassion because I experience it and I know my clients experience it too. And if you need support with any of this, if you need support in finding a way to self-care while also managing your career, managing your life, you can always reach out to me at callwithginny.com. Live with purpose, live with joy. I'll see you soon. If you want to learn the number one success secret to helping your leaders retool in only six months, go to flmprogram.com to learn about our fearless leadership mastermind. Don't miss out. Your leaders will gain the capabilities they need to solve the challenges you're facing and achieve the business results you want. With everything else you have going on, we want to take this off your plate by providing a turnkey, scalable solution that will give you a high return on investment. The next leadership training starts soon. Visit flmprogram.com to get the details. If you enjoyed our content, subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. And if you want to stay in touch and hear from us, join our community to receive valuable strategies and expert advice at executivebound.com. Join our movement to heal leadership around the world. See you soon.